Hi, I'm Denise Simpson, a master life and leadership coach who helps women step into their authentic and feminine power so they can lead like visionaries, influence with grace, and create a legacy of contribution and service. You'll hear about real leadership clients with real problems navigating their success in life, business, and career. If you're ready to become a masterful leader, then this podcast was made for you. So let's get started. Hey, welcome back, my friend. I hope you are fantastic. I want to talk about your relationships today. It's a really important topic that we leaders don't discuss often. So return on relationships is what we're going to talk about specifically. Now, most of you have heard of our OIs, return on investments. So that's just a performance measurement. It's used to evaluate the effectiveness of an investment. It's really the direct measurement, the amount of return on a particular investment relative to the investment's cost. ROIs are something we measure on a daily basis, not only in in the organization or in the institution, but I, as a small business owner, the ROI is something that I do look at on a daily basis. So I always look at the trainings I receive and what is the return on that investment that I made in a training. I'm always looking at computer software or technology that's going to help me onboard a client faster. And so the investment that I made in purchasing that software, what kind of return does that look like for me as a small business owner? And so I get to help corporations, organizations, and institutions, as well as small business owners do this for themselves. I'm always looking at their impact on their financial bottom line. Was this investment worth it? So ROIs, really important. It measures the health, the financial health especially, and the impact on the organization's bottom line. So ROIs are never going to go away, leader. You will never get away from an ROI or measuring ROIs. But something we don't talk enough about are our ROR's return on relationships. So this concept of the ROR was introduced by a man named Ted Rubin. Ted Rubin really developed this concept around the age of social media and the knowledge that connections with customers drive significant growth for the modern business. So as a small business owner out there, an ROR is really important. You're on social media, you are investing time and energy cultivating these relationships. What is the return on these relationships that you are creating online? So this idea fascinated me, especially when I transitioned out of corporate into this entrepreneurial space, this small business owner space, and now as a solopreneur, it's really important for me to look at the return on yes, my investments, but also return on the relationships that I'm creating. 
So what if you're not a small business owner and you're listening to this saying, Denise, what does this have to do with me? I am in a nine to five job. I am a corporate leader. I'm in the executive suite. What does this have to do with me? Well, it has a lot to do with you, leader, because leadership is about cultivating relationships. You know, when we get into a leadership role, we're so inundated and maybe overwhelmed with the idea of policies, procedures, and yes, the ROIs in our division, our region, our department, or in the entire organization. And we forget that the way to meeting an objective or the end result in an organization is to take your workforce with you. It's about influence. It's about cultivating those relationships with your followers. It's about persuading them. It's about inspiring them and motivating them. Because you, my dear leader, cannot do this alone. This is the the epitome of what leadership is. This is the foundation work that you get to do as a leader. You get to analyze. You get to reflect upon who you are as a leader in relationship to others. This is not a solo job. You are not at the helm alone. It takes a village. It takes a community. It takes your workforce to get the results that you need and your shareholders or your board of directors expect. So this topic, my friend, should be of great interest to you. And what if you don't have followers or subordinates, but you are looking for an advancement, a possible promotion, some type of salary negotiation, or whatever the case is? It's important that we start looking at the relationships with these decision makers, right? If you're going to walk into your boss's office, you already know probably how he or she is going to respond, right? What what measures you're going to have to take or the value you're going to have to express to them. You probably know what you should do. So in preparing these interesting conversations ahead, it's important to start looking at these relationships that you currently have with these decision makers. So the return on your relationships may look like a pay increase or a promotion, or maybe that salary negotiated in your favor. So it's important that we start looking at ROR's like we do an ROI. I wish I had known about this concept when I was a chair of a very large department. I had over 80 full-time and part-time faculty members, as well as professional staff and classified staff. And we served over 2,500 students across three cities. I wish I had known about ROR's then. Because if I had, (laughs) then I would have been a much more transformational leader. It was very much transactional. It was tit for tat. It was, you do this and I will do this for you. It was mostly about how I would gain from the relationship with my employee. It was such a toxic environment that I had created because I was still very immature in my leadership 
style. I hadn't even developed one yet. It was a brand new context for me. I was a brand new chair in higher education, you know, came from the medical field, so didn't know anything about higher education. I was in my mid to late 20s. I think I was actually 26 years old at that time and had no idea what it took to lead people, to lead really passionate, driven, value-driven employees. My employees were so focused on student development. They were so focused on getting training for for themselves as professors, as tenured professors, as part-time faculty members. They were so passionate about the results that they wanted to create or help create with their students. And I was just so naive in this in this situation. And it did take me another year or two to really get out of my own head. I really had to look at my employees. I had to look at what their desires were. What were their needs? How was, how was I going to close the gap from where they were right then and there to where they wanted to be? And as a leader, I was responsible for that. And so after a year or, or two is when I finally realized things needed to change. Because every time I would put out a, a department initiative or some type of campaign or a policy change within the department, nobody would abide by them. I had people resisting everything I said or did. I had people campaigning for my termination. I had students coming to me complaining about how their you know, professors were treating them in the classroom. And it all led back to me. And, and how I was treating my employees and really the, the poor relationship that I had developed with them. And it starts at the beginning of your tenure. It starts right when you take the helm. It's going in intentionally as a transparent leader. It's about sharing with them that you may not know everything, but you are open to learning. And learning from them in the process, that's what it looks like to cultivate relationships. That's what it looks like to deeply care about your employees' well-being. It's about looking at them as more than an investment. It's looking at them as someone who can contribute to the organizational culture or to meeting your deadlines or your financial objectives. It's about looking at them as fully and complete assets to your organization or your business. Cultivating relationships are very much like the way you cultivate a relationship in your personal life. I always use the example of my husband and I. We've been married 10 years and every day has felt like a honeymoon. I kid you not. It's the thoughts that I have about him that have created this emotion or this you know feeling of elation when I think about him. Trust me, he's not perfect. I'm not perfect. And maybe an outsider looking in may say, Denise, that's not a honeymoon. I don't know what you're talking about. But in my mind, it is and it has been. And the relationship that I've created with him is intentional and it is focused. And I put a lot of energy into it because he too gives a lot of energy back. There is a giving and a receiving 
in this intimate relationship. I know when to give. I also know when to receive. And the relationship I have with him is very similar to the relationships I have with my girlfriends, with my best friend, with my clients, with my you know consulting clients, with my contractors, with my VA. I look at every relationship with this new lens of what is my ROR. I want to bring so much energy and value into a relationship, not because I'm expecting the same force to be received, not at all. I do it from a servant leader heart. I do it from a place of wanting to give because when it is time to receive, trust me, I will be wide open to receiving it all. But I don't have any expectations of any person in my life, including my husband, by the way. So start looking closely at the relationships that you have in your life. Have you noticed any patterns that have formed either in your intimate relationships, your friendly relationships, or with your client relationships? Start focusing on areas of your life where you are seeing a gap. I have someone very close to me in my life who has created very toxic relationships in her life. And she created these relationships with her siblings and with her children. She has lost relationships with these blood relatives because of the way she thinks and because of her expectation of receiving from these relationships. These are patterns that I have seen in her that she is so unaware of. But again, I'm also a coach, so I get to put the mirror up against your brain so that you could see for yourself what you're doing and how you are behaving. So let me do that for you right now, my friend who's listening. I'm putting that mirror up against your brain at this moment. Start looking at the relationships in your life, in your business life, in your personal life, in your fam- you know family life. What do they look like? Are they quality relationships? Do you have secret keepers in your life that you absolutely adore. I have a secret keeper in my life and she's my BFF and we talk every single day. She's also my cheerleader. She's also a confidant. She is someone that I can talk to about things that I don't want to talk to my husband about. That's the relationship I cultivated with her and she has done the same with me. And so these rich and I mean quality rich relationships, are what I am intentionally creating. I don't want surface level relationships with my friends or my clients or my students. I want there to be texture. I want there to be depth. I want it to not be superficial anymore. So if you enter my life or enter my sphere of influence, you will feel it in every conversation that you and I will have. Because for me, it's about building this quality, rich relationship with you, not for an expectation of receiving something in return. I'm not doing that at all for what I'm going to receive. 
Trust me, I will be rewarded one way or another. But know that I come from a very, very compassionate place and someone who values relationships. What's important to me about relationships are that it is rich. The conversation is rich. The conversation can be delicious. It can be intellectually stimulating. It could be emotionally stimulating. I want there, like I said, to be depth. I want there to be depth. So ask yourself right now, as I'm putting the mirror up against your your brain again, what is important to you about relationships? If you are a small business owner like myself, Start looking at what is important to you about creating these relationships with your clients. Or if you are someone in corporate and you are leading, you know, a a department of 10 or more people, what is important to you about the relationships that you have with each of your employees and the collective, right? Because as a leader, you have peripheral vision almost. You're looking at the entire department that you run, but you're also very focused on what each person is doing at the individual level. So start looking at, number one, your current relationships. What do they look like now in all aspects of your life? And then number two, ask yourself that question. What is important to you about these relationships in this particular context? And you can use this also in your personal life as you are looking for a lover or a partner or a spouse. Start asking yourself these questions. What patterns, what behaviors have I displayed or demonstrated? And then also what is important to me about this relationship in this particular context? Okay, so I know this is a lot more work than you expected to do today. But listen, you're a leader. You're obligated to do this work, my friend. If you are influencing, if you are leading your family, your household, your community, your organization, then you, my friend, you need to do this work. So use these questions as a springboard to what is to come. And head over to IG. I want you to DM me any insights over on Instagram. I'm at Dr. Denise Simpson. I want to hear from you, my friend. This is how I get to communicate with you is over on Instagram. So I will leave you with this last, last thing. If you take anything away from today's episode, it is this. Your ROIs are as important as your ROR's. You need to look at both measurements in your life in your business or your career. Your return on investments are very important, my friend, but equally important are those relationships that you are forming in your life, in your organization, or in your business. All right, I will hear from you over on IG. I'll be waiting for you, my friend, so let me know some insights that you took from today's episode. And in the meantime, I wish you all a safe and warm winter, especially if you're in Texas. It is a cold one out there. All right. I will catch you on our next episode. Take good care. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to join me inside my exclusive coaching membership for women in leadership, just like you. I want to help you become a masterful leader with the help of a community of the most powerful women on this planet. My membership is called Masters of Leadership. 
yes, of course it would be called that. <laughs> so whether you're a novice or a master, you have to join us. You're going to get the support that you need and deserve inside my membership. So head over to drdenisesimpson.com forward slash M-O-L. That website again is drdenisesimpson.com forward slash M-O-L. You deserve this, my friend. So join us inside. See you soon.